Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of The Conversation with Chris Lardus. Thank you so much for joining me and listening to my episodes time and time again, or maybe it's your first time and you go back and check out some of the other episodes. And thank you for deciding to participate in my creation if this is your first episode. Today, I'm discussing some reflections about COVID-19 and how it's impacted me and the insights that I've been having and the things I've been going through as this is a time of pause and reflection, forced reflection, maybe reflection for the first time ever. And what do we do in times of discomfort and what can we gain and the possibilities for the future. So if this makes you reflect, you know, go ahead and reach out to me. I would love to know your insights as this is a very important time in our history. And I think there is magic to be made during a time of pause. So thank you for joining in and enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, Crystal here. Today I'm doing a solo episode on this whole COVID experience, you know. Um, It's something I've been thinking about for quite a while and haven't done an episode on my own in a minute now. Been wanting to, but also been avoiding it because I've been dealing with my own reflections as I think many of us have been dealing with during COVID-19 with quarantine and having to be with ourselves. Now, for my situation, I'm currently living in my own apartment by myself. And so for me, I am with me, myself, and I. <laughs> me, myself, and I. And, you know, one of the the biggest things that stood out to me when it came to this is that this event is changing the entire planet like it is changed the whole world it put the whole world on pause like I think about that and how incredibly significant that is the entire world has been put on pause halted stop hold up wait a minute breaks Maybe shackled, depending on how you feel. Some people probably scratch in at the idea of being able to go outside and just interact and sit um, less than six feet between each other. (laughs) And so for me, it's been a deep time of reflection. I do believe that people will be completely different after this. Well, not everyone, because, you know, everyone's journey is their own and everyone is... um, going through their own process and I'm I'm sure there's a deep desire for familiarity to go back to the old ways but even going back to any kind of old way whatever that means to you I, I think there will be a deeper level of appreciation for the things we were doing even if they were things we may not have liked or even complained about but 
I do believe there will be a level of appreciation for it, which inherently is good because that's teaching us gratitude. It's teaching how to be grateful for the things we once have that we don't have anymore, especially living in the United States or in the Western world. You know, we're used to that accessibility and having things on our fingertips. I mean, I guess online shopping still working because you can go on your phones, but still is not the same as having the experience of just going to the mall and going to pick up something because you can, you know. And so I think there will be a deeper sense of gratitude after this, a deeper sense of gratitude for the things that we did and had, which is so important to elevate the planet because that creates a high vibration as well. You know, gratitude and love and appreciation and all those really positive feelings do cultivate um, like what they call like a higher vibrational state, I guess, or an elevation in consciousness because of how the, the expansiveness that can come with it and being able to... Uh, see different perspectives because you become more open because you're feeling more positive so there's a sense of willingness and openness to the world and and how that you know influences the body when you're in a more positive state meaning you're not in fight or flight you're creating less stress because you're in a deep sense of appreciation and enjoyment for those small things and then it allows you to enjoy life better so I think that's so beautiful but also you know during times of deep reflection we're also confronted with things that make us uncomfortable that maybe we haven't dealt with for a very long time you know those that small thought in the back of our in the back of our head that would kind of float in every once in a while but maybe we would distract ourselves with work or exercise or playing video games eating or whatever you know that thing is um for you is now resurfacing and that's so important because usually those those discomforts are the things that we need to look at that we've been wanting to maybe wanting to look at but don't have a full comprehension of because it's not something that the mind can you know easily understand right it can you know just like okay here's a solution a plus b equals c then it's done it's one of those things where a plus B doesn't equal C or the peg, you know, it's a round peg trying to get into a square hole or something. One of those things we can't understand and usually, you know, and may have an emotional component, which, which, which is where the discomfort comes from because it's probably associate, creates a feeling that we may not enjoy. But the beauty of going into that discomfort is usually there's some clarity at the end, which addresses our whole entire you know, life experience or at least life experience to this point which is beautiful because it's probably something that may come up in different situations in our life relationships work life or whatever you know component that is or you know whatever pattern and so I think that's incredible because when we have to face ourselves in that way and have to you know be with ourselves when we really haven't then we're able to further develop the relationship we have within ourselves and you know the cliche how we treat ourselves is how we treat the world and you know the type of relationship we hold with ourselves is the type of relationship we hold towards the world so if there's been something that an individual or you know myself or other people have been dealing with that um you couldn't get quite get a grasp on but have you know been able to sit with and gain some clarity that you know and and change that within yourself well then you know it, it influences how you show up in the world which is beautiful because then if you're you know one is i guess um dealing with their personal challenges and going into the front lines with them 
then that's how growth happens. That's how personal development and growth happens. And it's also how embodiment begins because you're going internally and operating from the inside out. You are um, acting in a new way that shows up to the world in a new way rather than trying to seek something outside of yourself in order to rectify that or to potentially subside it or numb it. And so I think that's beautiful. Um, I think it's beautiful when people are confronting themselves and going into the discomfort because we all, you know, the cliche of like, when you confront the fear, that's when change happens. Well, now we're being confronted with that fear, whatever that means for you. Um, And I just want to say that's beautiful that you are courageous enough to do that that you're willing to go in without fear and, or excuse me, probably with fear, (laughs) excuse me, with fear, because it's uncomfortable and still being willing to face that and take ownership of yourself. Um, Those are the behaviors that change the world. And so I think it's a very exciting time as tumultuous as it may seem, or I guess is because there is a lot of, sadness that's going on in the world right now. There has been tremendous amounts of death and you know, horrific things that have happened associated with COVID, but at the same time, I do think it's important because those, trans- those personal transformations of the people who are um, still experiencing the planet are going through. Um, and those confrontations will cultivate even better habits for the next challenging event that happens in the world because you have developed a healthier relationship within self or if it's still tumultuous and you just you're just navigating the waters for the first time you know there it's how we develop a better understanding of self and usually when those things come up it's because they want to be cleared and released you know, not the, the, any kind of pain or whatever that even means for you wants to be transmuted and changed and released from the body, which only is good for you because you're not, it doesn't perpetuate any kind of you know, um, maybe potential numbing habits that have been created in association to that. Um, avoiding parts of yourself that, you know, parts of self that may have held shame or any kind of self-degradation, um, meaning that that can be released. And also those, you know, those, those, those negative self-habits or those, that negative perpetuation of relationship to self, which is good because I mean to get to cultivate a healthier relationship with self. And so that's why I wanted to hop on today to keep anyone who's listening to this and to encourage them on the path that they're on, keep encouraging that just entering into that discomfort and, you know, and uncertainty and murky water because there's so much transformation that's happening. And we get to be the change we want to see for the world. We get to be the people that we want others to be. We get to show up like that for ourselves and treat ourselves how we want others to treat us. And I think that's beautiful because everything starts with self. So I think this is a rather momentous time in history um, for major rebirthing, destruction and rebirth and resurrection of 
self and shifts in consciousness. You know, another thing I think has been really important is the sh- that, that there. I feel like there will be a, a a shift in values. You know, because the whole world has stopped because we have become limited to what we have access to. It, it it makes people reassess their values and what's actually important. What does actually matter? You know, it's like what happened to the information that was on the news. Only it seems like only coronavirus is on, but there's nothing else going on. Not that there isn't other things happening in the world. Of course there is, but this it, it this is consuming much of you know, of the media and the things that um, people are watching and the information they're taking in. So because, you know, media does control a lot of culture in that way, then it controls culture and you know, has control over what, the, what becomes society's values. Not fully because everyone has autonomy and what they want to take in their information and what they believe in and things like that. But, you know, it, 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 by curating what we put attention to also curates what we're not putting attention to and therefore, you know, um, influencing what our values are, which is beautiful because we get to decide what actually matters to us, you know? Um, and you know, the things that we don't have anymore, we just, we see what, you know, what are the bigger things or what are the things that create more meaning to us and deeper value that maybe we used to be caught up in, like, I, I can think about, like, the beauty industry and things like that, you know, w- w- there doesn't seem as much of an emphasis on image, so, you know, we get to see, like, oh, well, is how it, is how we present ourselves to the world, or our, you know, our personal, um, um, how an important is beauty to us, or how, does beauty or self-image or any type of status symbol really matter in terms of our first word that comes to mind, our, our livelihood, our satisfaction in life versus having, you know, our families, our family values, especially with those who've been afflicted and become sick. How much does that actually matter? And so I think that restructuring and thought is deeply and positively impactful on society as a whole. You know, we're going to come back together and be so excited just to see one another that we're not going to even be caught up in maybe superficiality or self or judgment of others that kept us separate because our human need for contact and interaction is so much more important and seeing the value in coming together with one another that maybe those judgments that we held against other people are suddenly not that important because the desire for interaction and coming together is so much greater and rooted in our survival systems as humans because we've been able to make it this long on earth because well we have you know we, we're we survive by numbers and our relationships and so I, you know, the idea that our relationships supersede our judgments, I think is so incredible and so important because there has been so much separation in our society. There has been so much, you know, us, us versus them mentality. And then this gets to bring us back. This could bring us back to our essence in a way, in our humanity. 
And I think that's so beautiful. And on top of that, what people are creating, you know, being able to tap into their creative ideas and themselves and express that, you know, especially expressing things that may have been dormant for so long because you have the time, the time to be able to be back with your family again, you know, whether you're working from home now, that's a whole other dynamic that I can understand I'm not in because I live by myself at the current moment. So, you know, being with your family all the time could be very triggering and bringing up a lot of old things that one need to be looked at and healed, which is also, you know, beautiful because that means you get to, there's a resurgence of any kind of, uh, again, maybe triggering from being in close quarters and in constant contact, whether with your partner, your family or your roommates or whatever, that resurgence is allowed to be looked at, healed and cleared to bring more space for clarity within yourself, which I think I always am a huge, huge fan of. But yeah, I, going back to the notion of, you know, being able to spend more time with your family and kids and having the value of like wanting to spend time with your kids, assessing, hey, is this really the job that I want or working for remotely? Wow, I get to have the time that I've always wanted for myself and experiencing the joy of that and recreating that for your life or bringing that more in, being able to bring that more into your life because it does bring back joy um, with being with your loved ones. And reestablishing that uh, that the the importance of relationship. Mm. Oh man, I had a, another thought, and it's fleeting me about, you know, seeing the beautiful changes that are happening in the world, the earth. Oh my gosh, the earth! It feels like the air is just so much cleaner. It feels like Earth is breathing. You, the crispest crispness of the air. You know, the clarity of the waters, you know, seeing pictures of dolphins going through the canals. And I believe I, it's either Amsterdam or in Venice, Italy, one of those. But, you know, seeing dolphins swimming through the canals as the waters have cleared up. It's like Earth is getting a break, you know, a much needed break. And to remember that how much of an impact we have on our Earth, truly, how much of an impact we have on our Earth, with the animals being more free to roam around in the world and things like that, in, the, you know, in, their, in their natural habitats. And it's a great reminder of how interconnected we are and that the way that we influence one another and how important that is to care for our Earth and see how much of an impact we have on that. And to remember our connection to our Mother Earth and all of the resources that our earth provides us. I think it's also important to remember, like going to the notion of how much we affect one another. Same thing when, every, when, it, when people were taking so much from the grocery stores and then there are others who didn't have any left to be mindful of, like even if we don't know each other, how much of an impact we can affect on each other globally just by seeing how much one can people can take versus leaving and true you know the survival mechanisms are going off in the brain that's completely understandable you want to survive preparing for the worst I, that you know it makes a lot of sense but then the ramifications of that reactionary state has create would create scarcity for other people to the point where you can't even buy food at the grocery stores and so i think having those events that happened fortunately it wasn't you know 
long-lived, you know, if things are, have rebalanced in that way, once, peop- once things have acclimated. But that's an important, I, th- I feel such an important message, an important um, event to have noticed is that we really do impact one another. We truly are interconnected in that way just by the amount of resources that was in the grocery stores and then suddenly not in the grocery stores and what that caused for people to feel we do affect one another and that's something so simple imagine that type you know imagining how being in a reactionary state like that can affect other facets of our lives because people become scared and so i think that's another thing to remember or something another realization i noticed or reflected on was that scarcity mindset and that fear response and that survivalist response it has gotten us very far in our live, our human experience on Earth, and there can be negative ramifications of that from being reactionary versus response-driven. And so, easier said than done. Caveat: easier said than done, absolutely. But when we respond versus react, it may prevent those types of issues now have we ever gone through something like that especially in the first in our first world no and so you know trial and error of course you have to you know learning through experience but I think there will be an importance or an emphasis on reacting versus responding and taking out and and moving from the self I to the we mentality to, the, to noticing our interconnectedness and interdependence on one another and exactly how much we tr- influence one another. And so I think when, when that happened, that was another major wake-up call to that, an important one, to shift out of just focusing on the self and fo- to focusing on the group and supporting the group. And, be, and after seeing that, I also think it will... COVID, after COVID, it will make people reassess a lot of our economic structures in that way and our, in our like codependency, I guess, is a, is a good word to use, like reliance on external systems or reliance on the external world in order to meet our needs just because of the events that happened with the grocery store, starting with the toilet paper and then all the food and all the food hoarding and things like that. it's going to make us reassess how we utilize resources and how reliant we are on our resources. So maybe the more people will start gardening and things like that and becoming more self-reliant and interact with the earth. So that scarcity or that, um, mm, um, lack is the first word that comes to mind, but I feel like I could say it's something better. Mm. maybe over-reliance on a particular resource will change. And maybe even become more communal where we start trading. Like, I have this to provide. I can, you know, exchange it for that because this is what I need. And, you know, allow for more preservation because when we... Well, now I'm losing my thoughts. Sorry. Anyways... I'm losing my thoughts. Maybe it wasn't as in flow with the rest of the conversation. 
or with what with the rest of this message that's coming through. So I'm excited for the new normal or the new world after this. Um, because the world is meant to change in a massive way. Because nothing like this in history has ever happened. And change is good. Change is how we grow. And I'm looking forward to what's to come next. I'm looking forward to how I'm going to be after this. Um, I think I should maybe share more of my insights and my and self-reflections. Maybe I'll provide a support system for those going through that same reflective experience and just trying to navigate it, knowing that someone else is reflecting and may not fully understand what exactly is going on with them, but knowing that it's happening and that you're not crazy for your feelings and the things that you're going through. You know, the whole world had to stop. The whole world was put on pause. The economy had shut down. That's something to think about. The whole world had to be put on pause. Why? Why? That's just such an interesting phenomenon. And I hope that that would change people. That it will or has affected all of us at some level whether we want it or not, or like it to or not. So there's so much energy right now for transformation in that discomfort. Use it. It is powerful. It'll allow you to access parts of yourself that you may have been running from or never known because you are confronted with yourself. And isn't that so interesting, just that being confronted with ourselves can be so uncomfortable, but we live on our own bodies and existence every day. This, you know, it's our lives we're creating, but yet sitting with self can be the most uncomfortable experience ever. Yet we always have to be with ourselves every single day. You know, you're the one looking out of your eyes. I'm the one looking out of my eyes. Yet we try to run for that. And then we were forced into it. That's a big deal. And it's potent. So I think we should definitely use it because it's happening for a reason and it may never happen again. And know that you're safe in that discomfort. You're so safe. You know, emotions I've heard are energy in motion. And the less we resist, the less it persists. And those emotions, those emotional waves do pass. They absolutely do. And, and emotions exist because humans were divinely created to experience them. It's essential to what makes us human is our emotions. We just haven't been taught how to properly understand them and relate to them. But they are part of our perfect creation as a human. And they do serve us. 
and riding those waves is okay. It's actually needed. So much clarity comes after the waves. And it's, you're safe to experience them. We're just taught to, that they, need, they mean something about us, whether we're weak or we're this or we're that, and it doesn't. Every single human, or at least most of them, from what I know, have emotions and feelings. We all do. And I mean, if you think about happiness and joy and, and elation, we want that to flow through our bodies. We want to feel that. We, we want to be feeling good. And that's an emotion, right? And we want to experience that in our bodies and they're meant to be experienced. That's why we, you know, people, we can get caught up in seeking something outside of ourselves. We're chasing a feeling because we want to feel good. So we chase, we, we go outside of ourselves in order to cultivate that. So just as much as those positive feelings are meant to be experienced, so are the negative ones, the discomforting ones. They're there for a reason and they do serve us. And during this time, there is so much discomfort and so much uncertainty. Um, well, not, maybe not so much uncertainty. There, you know, there can be a level of perspective on that to adopt. And dealing with uncertainty, that's a whole other topic that you know, I'll probably go into because we're dealing with uncertainty. We deal with uncertainty every day. We just like to cultivate anything we can to not have that, even though technically it's always there because we never know what could happen, but that's a side, side note. So our emotions are beautiful. The discomfort is beautiful. It's meant to be happening or else we wouldn't be going through it right now. And there is so much clarity towards the end of it. And I just wanted to provide that message for those whoever, who do listen and just don't know what to do to remind that you are safe in your emotions you are safe in your feelings and they're meant to be felt or because it's what makes us humans and all humans have them we've just been taught not to because well when things are uncomfortable it can feel threatening so we don't we do our best to rectify that and sometimes that means pushing them to the side or usually it does that's the initial response or initial reaction, I, I think, would be a better choice of words. But I do think it's time to feel them and get into them and know that it's normal and it's part of being human. And lots of emotions are probably on the rises, especially if you live with someone or you're quarantined with someone. It's time to feel those so they're not <laughs> projected onto the other individual that you're with. Um, yeah. So that's that, that was those are my thoughts. And I'm pretty sure I'll be sharing more of them and other messages that come through. And I'm so happy that I was able to do another solo episode and share my thoughts because self-judgment is something I've had to reflect on, personal judgments and feeling blocked creatively and that whole process and seems to be coming back into flow again. Hmm. So, whoever listens to this, I'm here to support you as, in, as we're all in this together and going through this experience together. And feel free to reach out. Anyone needs anything, I don't know. They resonate with you or it doesn't, and that's okay too. That's all right too. All right. Have a blessed day. Happy quarantine. Involve yourself in things that you love. 
get uncomfortable, get more uncomfortable and feel all those feelings because it wants to be moved out. And we got this. We got this. Things are going to be better than ever and everything and everything is happening as it's supposed to. Hmm. Bye now. Thank you so much for staying to the end of the episode. I so appreciate that you took time out of your day to listen to this message. And if you could, I would so appreciate if you send this to a friend or share it with someone that you feel would resonate with this message as it helps the show grow and to build a community as major shifts are happening in this world. As well, leaving a rating or review also helps the show grow and would mean so much to me. Again, thank you so much for listening to my show and I love you all. Bye.